Welcome to the first episode of the Stevie and Low podcast show. I'm Logan Golden. And I'm Stevie Welch. And today we wanted just to spend a little bit of time kind of sharing um, a little introduction about who we are and how we met and how we decided to start a podcast. Um, so Stevie and I are neighbors. Uh, we've been neighbors for how long now? Two years. Two I think it's three. Actually. Has it been three? It has been three. But time flies when you're having fun. It it does, yes. But I will say that we did not actually like speak for the first year. I was supposedly the nanny. <laughs> so I can understand where you got two from. Uh so <laughs> that's, that's why. True. Yeah, in Stevie's mind, we've only been friends for two years. Um I was trying to scope her out for the first year I lived beside her because I am your classic overthinker. Um, and so I moved in to Florida from a town in Alabama, in case you couldn't tell uh, by my accent. Born and raised in the South. And I moved to Pensacola, Florida for my job. And when I moved in, I moved in next to this like really gorgeous neighbor that I thought was not a neighbor, that I thought was the nanny. And I'm so, the hoe bag next door, apparently. <laughs> so classic overthinker Logan, uh, for the first year, just kind of scoped her out to make sure that like my husband was oh my not, <laughs> not going to slide in next door. Um, and I kept seeing like uh, her really cute uh, husband. And so I didn't really know what to think. I, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one, right? Like, do you not scope out your neighbors? Oh, I was totally scoping you out. <laughs> you had no idea. But I'm, like, looking at you. I'm, like, she's totally judging me. Because she's, like, in a minivan. And I'm, like, the mom that's falling apart. Nothing's working right. And she's, like, having, like, she's, her schedule is pretty, like, on point. I won't show up home till, like, 9 o'clock with my kids. Yeah. That is true. You do have, we do live two separate lives. Totally opposite <laughs> lives. Like, very structured with Logan. And I'm just like, hey, wait, we had school pictures today. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's kind of like a yin and yang situation. So, like, for me, I, after we finally introduced ourselves, um, it was because her son, Grayson, came over to my house and told me that he was four years old and I was like oh well I have a little boy that's four and they live right next door to each other so maybe I should try to make this mom friendship which is probably a whole or the nanny friendship work (laughs) (laughs) um and so finally I walked like they were outside one day and I walked over got up the courage to introduce ourselves yeah which I know I'm not the only mom in the world that overthinks mom friendships right oh no I'm definitely not walking up to you right it's not gonna happen and why is that I don't understand why moms like we scope each other out we're all desperate totally judging yeah we're totally (laughs) judging each other totally checking out you know your hair your the way you look what you're Mm -hmm. wearing what are your kids wearing yeah you know how is their hairstyle their haircut Like, you're trying to, like, scope out who's going to be a good friend when, in reality, we're all just desperate for friendships. We're just trying to do this life together. Right? You never know what's going to be thrown at you. Correct. But you were definitely—I was definitely judging you. You're probably judging the nanny. And, you know, it just worked. 
it, <laughs> it, it did. It did work. And so we introduced, I introduced myself to Stevie. Um, and that's kind of where our friendship started. And I remember our first conversation. Do, Do you? you? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. So I remember we were in the cul-de-sac, I think. We were in the cul-de-sac. And I was trying so hard to have conversation with you. And you were still trying to figure out, like, who the heck is this girl and why is she talking to me and why is she trying to be my friend? Um, But it took about, I I would say, three conversations. And after the third conversation, we were like, okay, I think we can make this this thing work. Is that where you were at with it? What? With our friendship. You thought, like, after three? Yeah. I was like, man, I don't know. This chick might flake on me. I do, okay, actually, I do remember our first conversation, because we were talking about how we can't really have friends, because oh, we were moms. Yeah, and, and work. Yeah. Full-time. Full, yes. Yeah. Like, very intense jobs at, at that. Yeah. And um, how I've lost some friendships, because I can't text and maintain a conversation with anybody on my phone. Besides me, because we both text. Our text response we'll is like three to five business days. Yes, that sounds about <laughs> right. Yep. So, yeah. like, if I answer you, you may text me on Tuesday. I'm going to respond on Saturday, and you don't judge me for that. No, I don't. <laughs> You're I like, don't. I get it. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. We'll just pick up where we left off. And then True. there might be, like, a week that we go without even talking to each other. And it's like, hey, girl, how are you? I've been slammed. Oh, me too. Yeah. So it's like want to get together we got to have drinks or we've got to get the kids together so yes and that's what we're doing right now we're having a drink so we hope you guys are too um because we all know that we as moms and as women and just all the demands that society puts on us that we all need each other each other and a little time to relax yep um so we met we just started decided i can't talk uh decided to become friends um she asked me out I did, yeah. I think we went out for a girls' night, or we went to dinner one night, you and me. Is that what it was first? I think it was. Either that or it was a double date. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either, but I do remember a trip where we lost our boys. Oh, yeah. That was very oh, God. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Oh, yeah. So, our one of our first, like, mom dates together, we decide that we're going to be, like, super proactive mom and take our kids out for some outdoor activity um riding their bikes riding their bikes we've got the strollers like super moms yeah because we each have two kids um i have two boys they're ages seven and four and i've got two i've got a seven-year-old little boy and a two-year-old little girl yep and so we were letting the older kids ride their bikes and we were following behind them in the stroller and we get to talking and we look up and we're like where are our kids at (laughs) total disaster (laughs) they were gone and this will go into this kind of explains like our personalities a little bit yes because logan (laughs) went to like total freak mode and this is still very on (laughs) and early on in our relationship and i'm like they'll be fine we'll find them eventually (laughs) and i'm like no they're gone we're, we need to we're call never the police. gonna find these children ever. They're gonna be dis- like somebody's gonna pick them up by the time we get to them. And so we're on this trail um, or this park in Pensacola, it's like and miles long. It, it's <laughs> my. It literally, I went back and rode bikes there. It's six and a half miles long, <laughs> oh my God. and it doesn't loop around. It's like you go one way for six and a half miles, <laughs> and so we start like walking faster. 
trying to find our kids. Trying to look normal at the same time where all these people are, like, walking around. So we're, like, power walking yeah. in our strollers, <laughs> like, trying to keep up to our kids. Hopefully they'll come across, you know, somewhere in the vicinity. Yeah. And then our steps, I think, get faster and faster. They start getting faster. And I'm wearing Birkenstocks because I was like, oh, it's going to be a casual stroll. <laughs> no, it was not. We ended up, like, I ended up, Stevie, because she's so calm, cool, and relaxed all the time, she continues to walk. <laughs> well, overthinker, super anxiety-ridden Logan. It's ready to call the, like, 911. <laughs> literally, I'm ready to call 911. I decide to jog. So, I take off jogging. Now, mind you, I am 70 pounds overweight at this point in my life. And <laughs> I can barely breathe. But I'm bound and determined my child's not going to die today. In Birkenstocks. <laughs> not going to die today. So, I run about a mile and a half in Birkenstocks. Um, and everybody I see, I'm like, have you seen two little boys? Have you seen two little boys? And they keep saying, yeah, yeah, they're up ahead, they're up ahead, they're up ahead. Well, after I would say 15, 20 minutes into this light jog mm-hmm. I've taken, um, our kids decide that maybe it's probably not a good idea that they ride that far ahead of their parents. And they stop and they turn around and we found them. And then we had a two and a half mile walk back to the car. A really long one. We about beat them asses. <laughs> Real talk. Because I was exhausted just from starting to freak out at this point. I don't even, you know what? Did I have the stroller or did I have like the backpack strap on with Charlie? No, we had both. We both had strollers. There was a reason why I couldn't run with her though. I don't remember what it was. You said you weren't running. You said, I'm not, I don't run. <laughs> it's what you said. And I was like, that's okay. I do work out. I'll, I'll get them. I'll go find them. Don't worry about it. Um, but Thanks, dude, Fred. You just catched my kid for me. I'll be back here waiting on you. But I think, like, at that point, like, we decided that we were for real friends, friends, because... We just went through it. A super traumatic <laughs> experience for anybody, I feel like. Yeah, it was. Um, And so... That was, what, two years ago, and we have been friends ever since, yep. um, and we decided that we wanted to start a podcast mm-hmm. uh, because we know that we're real-life moms, and we think we're pretty hilarious. Yeah, we. I mean, we laugh at ourselves all We the do time. laugh at ourselves, yeah. But like, we have real problems, and we are full-time moms. We totally get it. We work full-time. We hold it down, and... Um, We felt like maybe, you know, we could, even if it's not advice that we offer you, even if it's just a place to uh, just unplug for a minute and think about somebody else's problems, we're happy to share ours because (laughs) I promise you we have a boatload of them between the two of us. Yep. Um, And just really share our hearts with you guys. Because at the end of the day, we're all hardworking women, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or whether you're a full-time mom that's working we're all going in the same direction. We care about our families. We care about our friendships. We care about our jobs. And um, we just want to be the best that we can be day in and day out. And so I feel like the direction that this society has really become is we're so judgmental on each other. And it's really nice to kind of break it up and say, hey, I'm rooting for you. I might not know you. I might not know what you look like. But we're on your side because we're all doing the same damn thing, you know, yeah, every day. For sure. So. I agree. Um, so with that being said, uh, 
Stevie, further, do you? Yeah. <laughs> what What do you hope? Um, I guess that your listeners will get from you. You know what? Um, that you know, I know we keep saying this, but that it's real. Like life is real. It's not. You know, putting up a pretty picture on Facebook and acting like it's all pretty. You know, mm-hmm. it's not perfect. Heck, half the time my kids don't even go to bed at the right time. <laughs> True, True statement. <laughs> because <laughs> Logan came over here so we can do the podcast. And my daughter, her bedtime's at 7.30. I think I laid her down, what, at 8.30? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, sounds about right. And she was full-fledged energetic. And it's just, it's something that you do. It's not going to be easy. And it's not perfect. But, um, so... I want people to hear my heart that I love you guys and we appreciate you guys. And mm-hmm. it's just going to be a fun, wild ride. Yes. So the plan is, is that we will release an episode like once a week-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, we will uh, be consuming some alcoholic beverages. Uh, we're big to loosen us up. <laughs> <laughs> we're big wine people. Um, so Cabernet and Pinot Noir are favorites. So, if you need to um, get our addresses, we will post that for you so you can mail us some wine. Some wine. Or if you just have some wine recommendations, please feel free to leave a comment um, so that we can try all the wines because I am down for this that. This would be great. It's, it could be like a wine tasting podcast. Yes. Yes. See? Maybe that we should New add. Level. Yes. New, <laughs> we should yeah. add that as a uh, segment. We're going to drink wine and rate them and then tell you if you should drink that or if not. If that's the case, should we start like releasing <laughs> these like a couple of times a week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure my liver can handle that. Um, because like that's a thing, right? Like I'm 31. And so now I've drank, we've drank a bottle of wine tonight. Mm-hmm. But my body's going to hate me tomorrow, and I'm I'm not even drunk, really. No. I'm, you know, I have, what, two glasses of wine, and my body's like, what are you doing to me? Am yeah. I the only 30-year-old that experiences that? No. I no. don't think so. Right? Maybe you are. I could. I could <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it is possible. I did get carded today while I was buying the wine, though. Oh, tell yeah, me. Yeah, that's a good time. And I told the cashier, I said, um... It's going to be a real sad day when this doesn't happen anymore. And she looked at me. She was like, it's going to be a, a few years before that's not <laughs> happening. And I was like, thank you, Dr. Botox and yep. Dr. Filler and <laughs> Dr. Skincare. I appreciate all the work that you do for this mama on a daily basis. I mean, do you other moms do the whole Botox thing too? I mean, do you not just feel like a champ? Five days after your Botox and you're looking in there, you're like, damn, I look good. Can't right? my brows, but I look good. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like, you know, the only place I get Botox currently is in my forehead. Mm-hmm. And that's because genetically we have, like, the Grand Canyons in our forehead as Hendersons. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, like, line after line after line. And they're so deep. And so, um, two years ago for my birthday, I was like, I'm going to get Botox. And... Oh, we did it together. We did. Well, kind of. Yeah. We didn't go together, but we decided to do it at the same time. We tried to. Yes. But I kind of flaked out. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd already bought it, but I kind of flaked out. Yeah. Always scheduled. She actually sent it to me and was like, hey, I think you need this. Yep. <laughs> um, and I did because my forehead was terrible. 
But now it's gotten to the point that like if my forehead moves, I'm like, oh, that's a problem. <laughs> I'm going to need to go get, go get a little more. <laughs> and so it's been like 47 days since my last Botox treatment and already. Oh, do you really count that? Yes, I count it because I'm counting down the days till I can go get some more <laughs> in my forehead because it's moving again. Oh. And so I've been reading and apparently like some people metabolize Botox differently yeah than other people so yours probably comes out a little bit faster yes really which is a problem because it takes forever and then i break out at the end my body and my wallet cannot afford to get botox Mm -hmm. every 40 days talk to me girl that's not a thing for me no right because like i'm although i would love to be insta famous (laughs) or uh for uh the filler i get my face and the injection injections i do um that's not my life currently Currently, I'm in sales. That makes two of us. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so that's uh, something else interesting we're about not really. and I. I mean, we're kind of living the dream, but no, not really. Yeah. Not the dream that I had when I was 16. Yeah, no. So I mean, I love my job. Yes, me too. Um, but what did you want to do when you grew up? Originally, I wanted to be a marine biologist. I wanted to swim with the whales. And the dolphins. As I say, dolphins wasn't the thing. You I mean, dolphins with the whales. Too. Like, but it's but just didn't like, Jonah get swallowed up by a whale? He, you know what, he did. And I was thinking that that might happen to me. I don't know. No, I you weren't thinking the that. Whale. You were not thinking that because no. that is us as a person. Like, Maybe. I'm going to think about the fact that you could get swallowed by a whale and Stevie's just going to live life. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this whale is nice. It's cozy. What's so ironic about the whole thing is I... Just started liking water. <laughs> like, when? After I had my kids and after I had my boob job, after I had my boob job, I was like, kind of digging this water thing. I look kind of cute in a swimsuit. Yeah. But beforehand, I hated water. You Not know- only that, but cold water. And that's yes. what, like, those kind of mammals live in. They yes, like cold water. For sure. So how I was going to survive being a marine biologist on no income... <laughs> It just... They don't. They make like $20,000 a year. Yeah. That's the thought of a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> yes, for sure. I did not want to be a marine biologist. So, I wanted to be like a bunch of different things growing up. Okay. Talk I to us. started off, I wanted to be a vet. Um, and then I, I realized that, that that was not going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, then I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm really good at arguing with people. That's true. It is true. You and always I, have, like, facts to back yourself up, yeah. too, which is really intimidating sometimes. So, secret time right now. Um, I don't actually have facts. I just say stuff with such conviction that I don't know if it's true or not, but I make you really? believe it's true because of the way I say it. Interesting. Yes. So, now I'm going to be like, is that true, Logan? So, my entire <laughs> family, like, if I'm arguing with them, yeah. they'll be like, hold up, let me Google. And they Google me during the middle of my argument because yeah. they have learned growing up that, yeah. like, I just make stuff up and I tell you with, like, We've been such... friends for how long and I'm just now learning this. So, like, anytime she would tell me anything, I'm like, this must be true. Because, yes, I, be true. because I say it in such a way that makes you believe it. Yes. Which is probably why I'm in business to business sales <laughs> now that I think about it. But I need to learn this technique. Yes. So, then after I decided that um, I wanted to be a lawyer... I decided to go sit in court all day so I could shadow a lawyer. It's not like it is on TV. No? They actually have to work? Yes. 
They don't get glamorous lunches. Um, it's a lot of paperwork. And court's not that fun. So. I could have told you that. Yeah. <laughs> but why? <laughs> why could you have told me that, We'll Steve? save that for another episode, guys. Um, but so then I decided that a lawyer probably wasn't my gig either. Um, so then I went to college and I was like, I'm going to be a physical therapist. That's what I'm going to do. And then yeah, that you are w- kind of tenderhearted in a way, yeah. That was patient. That was not what I thought it was going to be either. So then I just swapped to biology, and I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to go be a plastic surgeon. Is honestly what I wanted to do. Um, at that time, Doctor Nine have been neighbors. Doctor Nine Two One Zero. True statement. <laughs> doctor Nine Two One Zero was on E, uh-huh. and I was obsessed. Like, give, let me watch all the plastic surgery. Ew. Right? It's that weird. I like yeah. to watch people's faces, like, be... Anyway. Reconstructed. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that got a little graphic. Um, <laughs> but graduated with a degree in biology from college. Uh, turns out, can't do much with that. Um, and so, I went into sales like every other grown-up that decides to uh, delay what they're supposed to do and then have kids early. Yep. So, how old were you when you had Grayson? Oh, that's a good question. Um, 22. Okay. I was 23. Yeah. So, super young moms. Yep. A little scary to be a young mom. It is. You don't know what to expect, and it feels. It seems like other women are almost, like, out to get you. Yeah. They're not, like, really there to support you. They're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to watch you fall on your face. Yeah. But then there's those old people in, like, your family are like, oh, well, you know, like, help you along the way and teach you the ways of the world. Yeah. But, and then in the end, you pretty much fall on your face every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm at a point in work right now, not to continue to talk about work, but, like, ready for my next position. Yeah. And people keep asking me, like, are you ready? Are you ready? And I'm like, I'm as ready as I was to be a mom, and yeah. I'm doing okay at that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think you're ever really ready for a huge life change like that. Right. But I think that... um that's where nature kicks in. And yeah. that's what's so cool about us. And yeah. cool that, like, I believe that God gave you Grayson and God gave me Brooks and Bennett. Yeah. And you, Charlie, because we have something in us that they need. Yep. Yeah. To fulfill them in their life. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I love about being a mom. However, being a young mom is so hard. Yeah. Like, it's already hard enough to be broke. Yeah. But then you're broke and you have kids. Yeah. Like, and then you're just trying, you're already trying to prove that prove yourself to your to you and yeah to the world and then juggle being the most amazing mom that you can for sure and it's hard it's like it is hard I mean even something as simple as like choosing the school like their first time like that Grayson went into like a daycare uh-huh. that was heart-wrenching yeah because I'm like I'm I'm almost sending him away and I feel terrible I feel like a bad mom yeah sending him into a school but that's because I, I needed to work, you know, to provide yeah. for my family. I didn't really have a choice. and um, so I did not feel that way. Am I a bad mom because I did not feel that way? No. I was like, please take them. That, I cannot do this. That is kind of <laughs> shocking that you feel like that because that almost. You would think it would be opposite. It, yeah, yeah. Our roles would be reversed. Yeah. But you want to be a stay-at-home mom, right? Yeah. Like, I, you would if you could. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, like, I want to work because I want to. Yeah. Not because I have to. Right. But I do love my job. Don't get me wrong. It's, it is a lot of fun. Um, 
But like my kids are at an age, like my son's at an age and he's um, going through a lot of stuff that it's like he needs me at home at the same time. Like I need more one-on-one time with him. Yeah. So if I had the opportunity to take him out of school, you know, just to homeschool him, I, would, I totally would. Oh gosh, I could not do that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't even like kids, so don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, kids are not really my thing. No, I love children. I just, I can only handle them a couple hours a day. Yeah. Um. So I taught uh, kids gymnastics and cheerleading yeah. in high school. Um, and was around a ton of children, and mm-hmm. then I was a nanny in college. Yeah. And then I stopped nannying and got a real job and got pregnant two months later. And yeah. I tease all the time. I'm like, I miss being a nanny so much. I decided to have my own kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's not really what happened. <laughs> but that's just kind of how that worked out. But when when I I loved maternity leave because I love. You know, yeah, everybody loves time. a newborn. Yeah. There's nothing like the smell of a new baby's head. No. Right? I don't know what it is. I don't either. They but... just came out of your vagina. <laughs> but you love the smell of a newborn's head. Like, is that not so funny? <clears throat> That's really weird, actually. But I find myself, like, when I see other new babies, I'm like, can I smell your baby? <laughs> That is weird. You're, yeah. You might be alone on that one. No, not, not, you don't want to smell other people's babies? No, I don't want to touch other people's babies usually. Oh, God. No. That's what I mean. Like, I don't like kids. When I found out I was pregnant, I cried. Did you I'm really? like, no. That's insane to me. I would have yeah. never guessed that. Yeah, I cried. Really? For a while. So then why did you have two? Because he needed a friend. <laughs> <laughs> It was either do it now or don't ever do it. So my brother and I are seven years apart, so I didn't want to grow up like we did. I mean, we get along and all, but we weren't really close. Yeah. So I I'm have like, a brother that's 12 years older than me. Yeah, so it's I hard. You're not, you're not very close. Mm-hmm. You know, like Brooks and Bennett, your boys, are they're closer in yeah. age, and so they're, you know, their personalities and stuff. Yeah. Um, Brooks might be more of a protector with Bennett. Yes. And Grayson, I think because it's a, you know, he's a he and she's a she, she it it helps with that protectiveness, but I almost miss that, like, that gap. Like, if I had waited any longer, they wouldn't have had the relationship that they have. Yeah. So, and it's, like, almost teeters because they're so opposite. Like, they're doing two totally different things. Yeah. But, but yeah, I cried. When you... Found out I was pregnant with G. Really? Yeah. But with Charlie, like, I was trying to have Charlie. So, like, how did you find out you were pregnant with Grayson? I think I, I was either 12 or 16 weeks. Same. Yeah. So I was the same with Brooks. So far along. Had no idea. And um, I was so far along that I couldn't have the, like, uh, blood test to determine if there was, like, any kind of chromosome, yeah. chromosomal issues with yeah. Brooks. I wouldn't have done that anyway. I probably wouldn't have either because I'm going to love them regardless. But yeah. but I could not have it. And, and then, you're a hypochondriac at that. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. But I taught you what hypochondriac means. No, I'm the one that gave you, that told you you were a hypochondriac. I gave you the hypochondriac card. You saying, did, yeah. Hey, this is you, my friend. Yeah, it it's is nice me. to meet you. It is me. But I think that's because my mom was a nurse growing up. And so, like, sh- literally, I couldn't go any to the doctor unless I was dying. Like, literally. Like, I uh-huh. had to have a bone sticking out or I had to be, like, on my deathbed in order for her to take me to the doctor. That's me. 
Right. So your children are probably going to grow up as hypochondriacs because meanwhile, we're laying in bed trying to figure out why the heck I'm feeling so bad (laughs) and Googling stuff about why we're feeling so bad. And that doesn't ever do anybody any good to Google anything. Right. There was Google then. Right. Yeah. There was internet. Oh. I'm talking about like 12 years old. Oh. It just wasn't high speed. <laughs> it was not. It was dial-up. Like AIM. Yeah. Do you remember your AIM yeah. uh, screen name? Oh. Mine was NMAQD1. <laughs> I think mine was BWILD954. <laughs> BWILD954. That, I could see that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and there was nothing like uh, waiting till 9 o'clock when your parents were asleep and then dialing up on the uh, dial-up internet. And let me tell you, you had to turn them speakers down because that dial was so loud. <laughs> it was really, really loud. And then ASL, age, sex, and what was the thing? AOL? No, it was like it was like some, the like when you're in the chat groups, people would be like AS something. It was age, sex, and something else. Status, maybe, like, like if you were single or whatever, or taken. I don't know. I don't know. What chat groups are you in? <laughs> I know my screen name was Be Wild, but your know, cutie patootie whatever was showing, like. I know that's where I saw my first penis was, <laughs> was in the AIM chat group. For sure. Yeah. Oh that didn't gosh. happen to you? No? You didn't just get random people to send you, like, not that I asked for them. I never asked for them. Okay, You're wait, just... wait, wait. Let's back up. You just said you didn't get <laughs> random people to <laughs> send, send you. you. But and then she like retro, like she goes back. She's like, wait, wait, wait. I did not ask <laughs> for them to. I didn't ask for them to. They just randomly like sent me like pictures of their penises. No. Yes. I think the first one I saw was in person. No, my first one was on AIM. So you're pretty. Like, used to seeing them. No, I have seen some ones that I would never have asked to see uh, in that chat group. So then it became like, you kind of got a little bit of PTSD. Like, am I, can I chat with my friends tonight? Um, Or am I going to get, like, bombarded by random dicks? That's a good thought. Like, I don't, and what is so crazy, not to keep bringing this back to our kids. Yeah. Is... They were children. I was a child. That was then. Yeah. Like, that's when, like, all that access was just now coming around. Yes. Now it is, like, everywhere. Everywhere, Like, you have no, like, they make apps that aren't even real apps. Like, it looks like an app, but inside of it is something totally different. Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't that freaky? It is. Like, kids on the school bus that are, like, in middle school and, like, 11 are, like, smoking those vape things. Yeah. Like jewels. Jewels. Yeah. And those, like, other ones. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. It is crazy. But. I'm going to make sure my, my son and, like, my daughter are, like, nuns. and No. See, here's <sighs> the thing, though. Like, my parents were so crazy overprotective. Like, I grew up as a cop and a preacher's daughter. Okay? Which means that I was trouble, essentially, is what that means. But they were, like, so overprotective that I was like, huh. Okay, you tell me I can't do that. Watch this. Yeah. Whereas, like, my nieces are my older brother. Yeah. Is so laid back. Yeah. He does not care. Yeah. And they are the best children ever. 
the best kids ever. They do not do anything but cuss a little. That's really? it. Yes. They don't drink. They don't smoke. They don't. They do cuss. Yeah. But they don't stay out late. They don't. They don't sneak out of school. That's they how don't. my cousins were, but they're all homeschooled, so it kind of comes with the territory no, of a homeschooled child, right? Yeah, right. But these these girls, my they're nieces, normal. they they're raised in public public school, Whoa. and they don't do anything. But they have like my brother's just not overprotective, and so having been raised in a home that was overprotective and knowing how I act, yeah. and then seeing that firsthand, I'm like, well, maybe I should not be overprotective. Maybe I should just say, hey. These are the things you're going to encounter, and um, I want you to make the best decisions possible, and here's the mistakes I made, but it's your life. I just want you to communicate with me. But in a lot of ways, I see you kind of as putting them in a bubble in a, like, an <laughs> overprotective way. Just because I don't want them to die before they're old enough <laughs> to make their own decisions. And my upbringing was totally opposite from hers. Like, if I was to go and tell my dad, hey... I'm going to a friend's party. There's going to be alcohol or let me back up. I'd be like, hey, I'm going to a friend's party. He's like, is Mm -hmm. there going to be alcohol? There will more than likely be alcohol. Are you going to be drinking? I would really like to drink, Dad. I really would. Seriously? Yeah. And he's like, as long as you let me know, I'll keep my phone on if you need me. No. Like, that's how my upbringing. So, like, it was very transparent in a way, like, if I put myself in a position, but, like, my parents trusted me that, like, I wasn't going to, like, walk out and spread my legs. Yeah. That might have been their mistake. <laughs> but the fact that, like, I was able to talk to them about things. Yeah. It was, um. That's so, real good. Yeah. So, maybe I'm, I'm protected with Grayson in a lot of ways, but then there's a lot of ways where I'm like, huh, he's fine. You yeah. You know, like, let him kind of push the limit a little bit because that's what they do. Yeah. See, I'm opposite, but I think I'll be opposite. Like, I'm... When he's older. Yes. Like, I'm super overprotective now. Like, I don't want him to, like... We There's this fort here in Pensacola, and we went one day to take the kids. And she was just letting her kid do, like... What's that called where you, like, flip on the edge of skyscrapers? It's, like, (laughs) parkour or something like that. (laughs) Um, She was just letting her kid parkour all over... The, the top of the fort. And meanwhile, I'm like literally running again, trying to keep my kid from walking to the edge. I'm like, don't get too close to the edge. You're going to fall off and die. That's like how my brain works. Um, and she was like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. He can, he can, he can balance beam on the side of a four-story high building. It's cool. No worries. It wasn't that dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> laughing so hard i'm so sorry i so he was closer to the edge very very he was on the edge (laughs) i'm on the edge (laughs) isn't that a lady gaga song yeah Yeah. okay anyway (laughs) but it was like i was like okay grayson just move move off of it and she's like grayson grayson i'm like okay grayson just calling you yeah Let's move to another edge, please. <laughs> but, yes. So, that's that's us in a nutshell. Um, we're opposite, but Total. sometimes opposites attract. Yeah. Um, Stevie has, like, all the style and class in the world. and Just I, not when I talk. I will not hear it in my speech. <laughs> and I literally could not, like, 
pick out a nail color or decorate my house or rebuy Christmas decorations if it was not for her because she literally is like my go-to girl for all that kind of advice. And, um, and with Logan, you're like, you're kind of like my rock at the same time. Yeah. Like you kind of hold my life together when I feel like all hell is breaking loose. So it's like, she's kind of my definitely yin to the yang kind of thing. But I'm like, girl, I'm struggling with this or I need this or what do you think about? She's just very good with advice and like she sees the pros and cons of things. Um, and then she's got that hypochondriac personality. So then it kind of like balances me out. Like maybe I should worry about this a little bit. Like maybe we all shouldn't go skydiving out of like a plane when my kid's seven. I don't know. Yeah. So it's um, opposites and we're just here to like love on each other and love on everybody else and show each other, you know, just this is what moms do. Like, yeah. It's just fun. Like, we're just going down this life together, and it's not perfect, and it's not easy, but it's going to be a damn good time. It's going to be a damn good time. So, what we want you to do is we want you to like and subscribe to our podcast if you've enjoyed what you've heard today. Um, We're going to talk about everything from what we're experiencing as moms to our dating life to sex life to working in sales as women and being in corporate America. Um, if it's a topic that comes up in your life, we're probably going to have an episode about it. So and let, let us know if there's something that you want us to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. Or if you have any questions, please send them over to us. Um, but like, subscribe, and we look forward to getting to know you guys. Thanks so much. All right, bye. Hey, bye. I wasn't recording.